Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you will always hear the narrator say, Will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed? Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe. However, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans the globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th Podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs, and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. All right. Hey, everybody. I am unbelievably excited to sit down today with an absolute legend, mentor, hero. I don't know. There's probably other words I could use, but that'll 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 pretty much cover it today. We are sitting down with Sar Major Daryl Thies. If you don't know who Sar Major Daryl Thies is, first, um, I'd be surprised. But if you know, maybe you're a newer ranger and you just haven't had the the honor of meeting him yet. Um, he has been fundamental for a lot of things that we've seen in the 75th. He first entered the army in 1991, immediately going to 275. Uh, from there, he went, he served as in ACO 275, also BCO 3 or BCO 275, and then BCO 375 as well as a first art. Did some time in force mod at RSTB RHQ and was a battalion CSM for 275. So, Star Major, it is an absolute honor, privilege, and everything in between to sit down with you today. Yeah, no, thanks, Mike. Uh, I know you and uh, Sarah have been, uh, I, I dare I say, pestered me for the better part of three, three and a half years to get uh, uh, to get on here. So, uh, yeah, you, you won the fight. Uh, so, I do I, I do appreciate, uh, I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, there's there's individuals that have been elusive, you know, and we, we've been difficult and, you know, we try to I never solve a problem one way. So the other way was I was trying to get Justin Vinny, uh, Will Richard and uh, Brandon Young to pester you as well to actually come on and sit down and talk about this as well. Yeah, well, you 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 certainly found some of the some of the right levers. Uh, that's for sure. So, yeah, some of my favorite human beings, by Lone Rangers, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. So, you know, I, I, uh, a thought occurred to me when I was going through the introduction and I, I don't even know if you probably remember this, but do you remember me narrating your retirement ceremony? No, <laughs> there, <laughs> there's a lot of things I don't remember, uh, yeah, for, for better, or for worse, but no, uh, interestingly, I, 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 somebody was, uh, um, asked me about social media the other day and and I'm like, oh, I'm not on a lot of social media. I, I have a LinkedIn account and that's about it. And they're like, oh no, you're all over social media. And I started Googling stuff and I actually seen some retirement uh, 
some photos from the retirement ceremony, um, which uh, I was like, wow, I didn't, didn't had no no clue that those things were on the internet. But no, I don't. So I'm sure there's a story about that. No, it, you know, there really wasn't any story. Um, well, I mean, one, I guess it's where I got my my start, you know, as a as a public speaking voice, so to speak, you know, because everybody's like, wow, you have a really good voice for this. Uh, but no, uh, honestly, the thing that always stands out the most, and you can thank Bernie Foligno for this, is the the standing ovation and how people wouldn't sit down for like five minutes um after the ceremony was complete that's just something that always stood out in my mind and just shows the impact that you had you know for 23 plus years um of service to the 75th ranger regiment yeah certainly certainly some of the uh, some of the best years of my life some of the worst years of my life i mean you you don't see the stereotypical background behind me obviously this is uh, a, a image of my happy place uh you know a place up in alaska where we we, we camped uh, me and my brother camp but you know you look on the the three walls around me you see uh a range of prints and plaques and uh, and other memorabilia pictures from the last 30 years of my life 23 years of service plus plus uh you know other uh you know hobbies and things like that but i mean you know here in the office it's you know i i i look at uh uh, the last three decades of my life. And it's not, you know, sitting behind me, um, you know, were for, uh, for others to look at. And I know I probably need to rearrange that at some point in time and, and share some of that, but uh, I guess this the start for that. <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate you doing it. And, you know, it's important to share the stories. You know, I told uh, Kevin Owens this, you know, Lieutenant Colonel Owens, when we sat down, well, Colonel Owens, I guess, Colonel retired Owens, that, it's not always just, you know, about, you know, you, it's about the people that look up to you, you know, and I just know that when we post that this episode is going to be released and people are just going to be coming out of the woodwork excited because you've impacted so many Rangers and so many people, you know, just throughout your years. And you still continue to, and we'll get into that, you know, we'll get into that, um, you know, as we get into the episode. So now, but we all hate to talk about ourselves and hear about yes, ourselves. <laughs> So, you know, dialing back, you know, we go back growing, you know, 1991, you enter, you know, Ranger Regiment, you know, growing up, you know, in the Ranger Regiment in the 90s, specifically in 275 and how that was a very kind of frustrating time. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think first, you know, getting getting uh, selected to go back to 275, you know, certainly was 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 good for me growing up in uh, on the on the Oregon coast it was it was fairly close so you know yeah. the geography there you know w- w- was good so um that that was always uh that was always uh, 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 an opportunity convenience to be able to do there but from a service perspective um yeah seeing you've seen some of your brother battalions deploy you know Mogadishu uh you know certainly strikes a chord with a lot of second uh, battalion um uh, you know leaders let alone rangers just from from uh, back in that era i mean we were we were on rf1 when uh, you know when that was going on and and everybody just knew that we were we were deploying um so you know it's just one of those things then as you probably remember uh you know in in uh you know 2001 you know 911 it was it was we were sitting in germany uh, you know, when, when that kicked off and everybody just knew, uh, we were going cause we were a four deployed battalion ready to go. But, you know, that certainly was, was, was not the case, but, you know, as the old adage goes, you know, be careful what you ask for. Cause you, you look at, you look back on those events and some of the, um, some of the, some of the loss and the tragedies that happened on those events. So, you know, it, it's, it's, 
Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. You're barrel chested freedom fighter. You want to go through the through the through the, through the breach point, but uh, yeah, the obviously hindsight's always uh, twenty twenty. But yeah, it's it was always frustrating early on. But uh, you know, you know, peeling forward to to you know, ops are meters, you know, tanks are meter time. You, you now realize some of the reasons why and resource availability. You know, need to maintain a national response force, uh, timing to get aircraft, you know, back and forth. I mean, there's a lot of factors that went into that. That As young Rangers, you just, you, you saluted and executed. Uh, you were told what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. And that's kind of what you do. And you often wondered why, but it, it just, uh, you know, you, you never really, you never really knew. You often, you just, you sat there and gritted your teeth and waited for the next opportunity. Yeah, I come back to the comment too, you know, careful what you wish for. But, you know, at that time, you know, we, you know, and I can remember this, you know, as a young sergeant, you know, when September 11th happened is, is we thought we were going to miss out. If we weren't there within the first 30 to 60 days, we thought it was going to be over, you know, and we thought we were going to miss out. And we had numerous conflicts from the eighties and nineties that kind of just cemented that in our minds. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, you know, I, I remember, I, I mean, you probably remember it as well. I mean, we were sitting in Grafenbeer, Germany, uh, you know, prepping for the FTX that we actually went on to. But uh, <laughs> out, out, outside the, those uh, those old World II barracks, zero miles, uh, and uh, you know, when when you know the first airplane impacted, uh, you know, in, impacted the buildings, and and you know, Alex, uh, you remember Alex Wright? Yeah, uh, he was uh, first squad leader. You know, he came he came outside and said, "You you need to come listen to this." Um, and he, yeah, him and I think it was his squad at the time were listening to a little, a little radio on one of the bunks there. And, and you know, it, it was pretty clear what was going on. Well, it wasn't real clear, but there was certainly, it, we certainly knew that something was not going, uh, going well, uh, back in the United States, uh, you know, from that perspective. But, you know, within, you know, five minutes or probably half the platoon huddled around that radio, listen to what's going on. And, you know, you know, Ed Homeyer, you remember him? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, of course, you know, starting to incite a riot within the platoon, you know, stripping Miles gear off, shucking blank rounds and, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, basically screaming, we're going to war. And, and uh, yeah. And so that was <clears throat> that was that was certainly interesting, um, a little bit scary, uh, not knowing what was going on back home, um, because uh, obviously we're, you know, several thousand miles away from our loved ones, uh, you know, uh, in, in Germany. But but to your point, um, you know, the thought that, uh, you know, we were the Ford deployed battalion at that point in time just for a training deployment. Uh, but uh, it was it was. It was thought, at least then, that we were we were the ones that would be would be deploying straight from there forward. This was an excerpt of the Legends of the Seventy Fifth podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.